Hi, my name is Tom Campbell, and you are listening to the Sega Lounge. Da da. That's the noise it makes when the word Sega appears on the Mega Drive or the Genesis or wherever you're from, whatever it's called. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Sega Lounge, a podcast dedicated to our love for all things Sega, be it the games, the music, or the community. I'm KC. In each episode, I'll be talking to different guests and sharing their projects and their passion for Sega. Hello everyone, welcome to the Season 5 finale of the Sega Lounge. I'm KC and I'm very excited about this episode, but before I tell you why, it's time for the final update on the Great Battle of Lounge Listening Countries 2020. Yes, remember that? It's been a while, right? A little bit of context, before this season, I didn't have access to statistics like listener numbers and demographics. I didn't think that they would matter much to me, but then I started looking at all the places you guys were listening from, and I was mind blown. So for one last time this year, I'd love to give a big shout out to all 67 countries where people listen to the Sega Lounge. Brace yourselves. Here we go. Egypt, South Africa, Bolivia, Honduras, Croatia, Malta, Republic of Moldova, Cyprus, Serbia, Lebanon, Panama, Hungary, Singapore, Turkey, Nigeria, Uruguay, Puerto Rico. Hmm. Isn't that a state? Hmm. Oman. Peru, Hong Kong, Morocco, Guatemala, Malaysia, Slovakia, Romania, Taiwan, Dominican Republic, Latvia, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Philippines, Denmark, Indonesia, Bulgaria, Mauritius, Bahrain, Kuwait, Colombia, New Zealand, Finland, Greece, Chile, Argentina, Austria, Ukraine, Switzerland, Italy, Russia, Mexico, Spain, Norway, Belgium, Germany, India, Netherlands, Brazil, Poland, Ireland. And finally, the top 10 in terms of listener numbers. Number 10, Saudi Arabia. Number 9, United Arab Emirates. Number 8, France. Number 7, Japan. Number 6, Australia. Number 5, Canada. Number 4, Portugal. Number 3, Sweden, number two, the UK, and number one, the USA. Whew, that was a long list. Wherever you are in the world, however, I owe you my sincerest thanks for listening and sticking with the show for the past 39 episodes. And in some cases, from the very beginning back in 2014, you know who you are. The fact that so many people from all over the world listen to this little project of mine is amazing. And the fact that we made it to 39 episodes during such a crazy and abnormal year is even more amazing. Anyway, enough of that. It's time to get to know this week's guest. This week... I'm joined on the lounge by the amazing Tom Campbell. 
radio presenter, part of the Cultaholic Wrestling website and YouTube channel, and most importantly I'd say, Sonic the Hedgehog fan. As you probably know, everyone's favorite blue hedgehog is turning 30 next year, and Tom decided that a good way to celebrate that was to put together an audio documentary about the games, the cartoons, the comic books and the fans that make the Blue Blur such a beloved character. This has been one of the best times I ever had recording an interview, and that's saying a lot, so I do hope you enjoy getting to know the legend that is Tom Campbell. Hello Tom, welcome to the Sega Lounge. Thank you for having me in the Sega Lounge. I love what you've done with the place. There are beautiful, comfy sofas. Uh, I'm sat on one of them. I'm looking over at a beautiful bar area uh, with, a, with a wonderful guy who's been serving me uh, rich Sega-flavoured alcohol all day. And also, and, and you didn't tell me this, you cheeky devil, David, you didn't tell me this, all the food they do at the Sega Lounge it is literally just those 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 hams that you win in Golden Axe when <laughs> when you beat up a baddie. It's those hams that appear perfectly. They serve them at the Sega Lounge. Like, I, I, did, did, I didn't want to, to spoil brilliant. the surprise for you. I want it to be a surprise. That That's the reason why. Yes. Oh, I'm very surprised. <laughs> Thank you. Make yourself at home. It's like it's it's your home now. Yeah. <laughs> I've taken my shoes off. Is that all right? <laughs> P- please don't. Please don't. <laughs> anything but that (laughs) uh thomas it's great to have you on the show thank you very much for for doing this um we'll we'll talk a little bit about your your projects you know just current and upcoming but let's start with something that i'm always curious about all my guests so we're here in a video game based podcast so when did you start gaming what's your history with video games you like to tell us a little bit about that my first games console was the sega master system that was where it all began for me uh, i had a sega master system that had loaded into it so i could play it out of the box on christmas day alex kid in miracle world which to this day i am i am 36 years old 37 in 2021 and it remains one of the toughest games I think I've ever encountered on planet Earth, which is ridiculous when you think the boss levels aren't really boss levels. You're playing rock, paper, scissors with the guy. Like, and every, and it's just one of the, and I think because it's that idea that you get one go to complete this incredibly involving, dense game and only minimal lives to do it. And it was, it just, it haunted me for many years. So Sega Master System was where it began for me. But I remember when I got it for Christmas, I'm sure it was Christmas I had a Master System. I got with it as well. The the, the game that, that inspired not just a, a lifetime of, of fandom, but the reason why we're here talking today. I got Sonic the Hedgehog for the Sega Master System. And anybody that has lived on this planet as long as I have will know that Sonic on the Sega Master System was a very different beast to Sonic on the Genesis slash Mega Drive slash whatever. But it, but it, it, it was a difficult game in itself. It was a challenge of a game in itself, but one I very much fell in love with. But it all began for me with the Sega Master System. Great That's console. great. That's great. Many people 
actually do say that uh, Sonic on the Master System is the better platformer. So it's it's more of a platformer Ooh, than, than a, the Mega Drive that's, one. That's a hot take. It's a hot take, but I think they're both equally great platformers. I think I I discovered Sonic One on the Master System again recently because um the 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 one thing I love about about the about the Sonic community and the Sega community as a whole is how incredibly passionate and incredibly creative they they are. I mm. I stumbled along uh, the work. Uh, online on a Sega Master System remake of Sonic the Hedgehog and it's by I want to get I want to get their name right because I feel like I'd be doing them a great disservice if I don't uh, if I don't give the company a plug and I'm desperately trying to remember what the company is called that makes it because I want you all to go and play it Um, and it's by (laughs) here we go Creative Araya thank you the internet it's by Creative Araya and what Creative Array have done is they've taken the Sonic the Sonic games on the Sega Master System and they've revamped them with new characters. They've tweaked some of the levels around a bit as well. You can be Super Sonic in Sonic 1 now on the Master System thanks to Creative Array. Amazing! But it reminded me just how good that game was as a platforming game in itself. Is it better than or than Sonic on the on the on the sixteen bit console, I'd I'd be hard pressed to say that it was because you know I mean admittedly Sonic One on the on the sixteen bit consoles didn't have Bridge Zone or Jungle Zone, uh, <laughs> but it had Marble Zone and it had shinier graphics and and a beautiful theme tune from the Starlight Zone, which I always fell in love with. But um, oh that's that's a debate that I think will rage for the ages. You know, I don't know yeah. whether or not it is the best one i'm gonna say it's it, or oh, different for different reasons it's different. i don't think it it's, is they're, they're both it is, equally good they're, they're equally good oh. okay okay <laughs> nice nice i i i haven't i i wasn't you know he didn't have the privilege of growing up with the master system so my my first oh, console mate, was the mega drive you know i i grew up with the mega drive so i'm i'm not complaining but uh, I've played Sonic One on Sonic One and Two on the you know the the eight bit versions many many years later, uh, thanks to the magic of the internet and thanks to the magic actually before that thanks to the magic of compilations that Sega released, which had some sort of versions of those. But um, I I I I I have a soft spot for for the Mega Drive version, obviously. But I I was just referring to people who like you grew up with the master system versions and they some of them swear that those are the best games so i don't know well it all goes a bit weird from sonic 2 on the master system because because if sonic 1 on the master system was a different beast to sonic 1 on the on the mega mm-hmm. drive sonic 2 on the master system was it was in a comp- on a completely different planet because it was a whole different arrangement of levels a whole different storyline and Whilst Tails wasn't like a Tails wasn't in the he was in the game but he wasn't a playable character it was he was kidnapped and that was the whole plot of Sonic Two on the Master System and I remember being traumatized David we talked about this uh, a little bit recently if me and a friend of mine traumatized by the yes. Master System version of Sonic Two yes. because if you don't collect all the Chaos Emeralds yes. you know where I'm going don't you yes. you got this David. If you don't collect all the Chaos Emeralds and you do the credit sequence, at the end of the credits, Sonic slows down, looks up, and there is Tails made up of stars in the sky, which basically tells us that Tails is dead. Yes. And <laughs> Tails has passed. <laughs> and, and it's 
And it's like, what? Why? Because I didn't collect some jewels. Like, Dr. Robotics killed Tails. Jeez, Master System, chill. <laughs> Come on now. What are you playing at? A yeah, very different beast of a game, but but I, I, love, but I loved it on the Master System as well. It was a solid game. <laughs> Yeah, so Robotnik or Eggman on the Master System was a, you know, a, a real villain, a really evil person. Real villain, yeah. Real, and, and he was just a, just a, clearly a monster. You barely saw him in the Master <laughs> System version of Sonic 2 because he was just sending all these, these pretty crap minions to go and, and fight you in boss levels. But it, when, you know, we didn't see him because he was busy killing Tails, apparently. Which makes Come sense. On now. Very Which heavy. makes sense. Think about it. I, I was thinking about this the other day. What villain, what sort of, you know, like maniacal villain who has. All the money in the world to build robots and contraptions and machines and spaceships and stuff. Which villain would take some of his time to, in every different zone the hero goes to, just take like three or four minutes to just go there and try to stop the hero? And then get defeated and move on to the next <laughs> level. That doesn't make a sense. any sense. Doesn't we make sense. We had some fun talking about uh, Doctor Robotnik on the on our Twitch. I did some Twitch streaming over the past over the year because this year's been a hellscape, David. <laughs> yes. And I've had some time on my hands, so I did a lot of streaming of old Sonic games. And the one thing that does make me laugh is is when you when you take out of context the uh, the the Robotnik boss fights, as you say, as you rightly say, my good friend. The the whole thing of like this guy who's got all this money and all this intelligence to build these machines that could destroy lay waste to entire lands and and destroy enemies what's his plan first time he sees sonic well i've got this big round ball i'm gonna tie it to a <laughs> chain and tie that to my to my to my ship and i'm just gonna swing it around a bit he won't be able to... Oh, he's beat me. Oh, okay. <laughs> the shock. <laughs> well done, Robotnik. Well done, mate. Nailed it. <laughs> and and if you're playing the Master System version, there isn't a ball at all. So it's just him uh, yeah, you know, strolling about. Around. Floats around in his ship. I'm here. You can't beat me. Oh, no. Just watch me. Yes. Does it make any sense? I'm going to dip down a little bit. Oh, what? My plan? What was your plan? To float around a bit? Mate, come on. You're a super intelligent being. What are you playing at? Oh, God. Honestly. Yes. Good times. Good times. <laughs> so Great times. So, yeah, uh, question. The ever important question. Have you ever beaten Alex Kidd in Miracle World? That, that's the question. No. No, never have, never have, and still haven't to this day. I mean, I mean, I guess you know it's it's fairly it's it's kind of a grey area for stuff. I guess I as I still have a master system, I technically own it, so I could emulate it and get to the and and crack the back of it, but I never did, and and I feel like. Uh, maybe I should. Maybe maybe I, I've missed my opportunity by having all this time stuck indoors. I maybe should have got that proverbial monkey off my back <laughs> and beaten Alex Kid, but I never did. I just but it's it's also it's oh, it's cruel, David. Right? Yeah, it the, is. Right, let's come back to the boss it's levels. It's Alex Kid. Let's go back to the boss levels. They play. Yeah, it's random. Like how? Like th there's no skill in playing Junkin with with the with the bosses. There's no skill because. 
Oh, like with Robotnik, okay, it's a, it's a silly swinging ball thingy, but there's an element of skill to get around it and beat him. You're playing rock, paper, scissors blind. Like, and you've got... <laughs> and, and the moment you lose a game of rock, paper, scissors, of course, you die. Which is what happens when you lose rock, paper, scissors in real life. You yes. die. It yes. kills you. The, 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 you. You cannot live with the shame and your soul ascends to the, the heavens. The untold but truth it's of cruel. rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> That's why it's banned from schools, you know, David. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Okay, so so yeah, I, I've never beaten the game either, so I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Yeah. Let's, Thanks, mate. Let's um, I move think, on. I think maybe we should team yes. up and complete it together at some or, point. Or fail together. That's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> yes. If if you knew my my gaming skills, you wouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so Master System, uh, you eventually moved on to the Mega Drive, I, I reckon, right? I certainly did. Yes. Yeah. Um, any what what was your like your gaming history after that? Briefly. So once, um, so so for me, the Mega Drive was was a turning point. I just I, I had a neighbor that had a Sega Mega Drive before I did. And he had the Sonic the Hedgehog game on the Sega Mega Drive. And I went around his house one day and he was playing it. And I was like, this looks a bajillion times better than the one I've got. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. And then I remember, I remember, I still remember being picked up by my mum and dad uh, me and my brothers, we'd spent the weekend at our nan's house, at Nanny Doris's house, and we drove to Toys R Us because we'd been good during the summer holidays. My mum and dad bought us a Sega Mega Drive. I remember that happening. It was a, it was a big day in our house. My, we had, what games did we have for it? Um, we had World Cup Italia 90. Yes. Which, which I believe has stood the test of time. Many will disagree. I personally think it was it was it was one of the finer football sims. Um, we had oh my god, I forgot I had this James Bond codename Robocon. <laughs> what a game! Why is that not being given a HD reboot? Where's James Bond been, <laughs> David? Genuinely, I am I am a gog that. I've gone this far into 2020 and not talked about James Pond or even considered breaking out the Mega Drive to play it. James, we had James Pond on the Mega Drive as well. I think we had Kid Chameleon. Kid Chameleon was good fun. It wasn't James Pond, but we had Kid Chameleon. <laughs> and of course, of course, the crown jewel was Sonic the Hedgehog. We had mm. Sonic the Hedgehog. And uh, that, for me, was, was, was a game changer, pun intended. Uh, it was just a beautifully put together game. Just, just captured my imagination uh, and made me into a Sonic. It made me. It kind of. It began my journey as a Sonic fan, but it was Sonic the Hedgehog two that that galvanized it for mm. me. Like when the the hype around the launch of Sonic the Hedgehog two, uh, the the build up to it, getting that game for Christmas. I remember that was a that was a Christmas purchase from my mom and dad, and uh, oh, what a game! That that to me, I um, I work for Cultaholic, which is a YouTube channel. Uh, we talk mainly about professional wrestling, you know, grown men hitting each other in their pants and all that. Uh, but um, we have a sister channel that we work with called Triple Jump, and they do amazing videos on video game uh, past and present, and they live stream. They so they're amazing. And recently, they re they reached out to me and said we're doing a video series called What It Means to Me. 
And we're asking people to talk about a game that means something significant to them. Would you like to do one? And I was like, well, yeah, because, you know, I'd like an excuse to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And, and I did. And it was doing that video that reminded me just how much like that game meant and just how much like how much my life how how my life has had there's been a couple of things in my life that have walked beside me throughout it and it's and it's uh radio uh i'm a, I'm a big fan and of radio i'm radio presenter on the odd occasion as well whenever whenever people will have me uh i'm professional wrestling which is now my day job and sonic the hedgehog are sort of three things that walked beside me my entire life and it just reminded me just how much I love that series. And whilst we were all in lockdown, I got into into streaming Sonic the Hedgehog games just for my own amusement. And it just so happened that I discovered a whole world of people that also love Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. And, yes. and it just and it was great to just to to remind myself of that world. And it's a world I've forgotten about because I say I discovered it. And I'm bouncing around history a little bit. So please tell me to shut up whenever you want, David. Oh, it's no, fine. please, please keep going. Um, please keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but like when I was when I was younger, like in my teens, I was I was an I was an, an ardent Sonic the Hedgehog fan playing the games, watching the cartoons, reading the comic books and um, and, and and just everything that was Sonic based. Sonic was like I, I, I did a lot of drawing as a kid and I used to draw Sonic comics like I was from that era of kids that used to do that, and I I dabbled in in game programming, and I had the I had a thing called Multimedia Fusion, which was like a a, a piece of software for for Windows mm -hmm. PCs, I think, where you would you could create it was like it was like video game programming for dummies is what it was, and I'm a <laughs> dummy, I could never do what like I've got mates who work in game programming, I couldn't do what they do, but this was stuff that was really dead simple where you it was kind of like WYSIWYG, what you see is what you get. And you'd put sprites on the screen and it would be collision-based events and things like that. And I created Sonic games through that. Sonic was just like a burning passion of mine. And talking about it, to bring it back to the front, talking about it uh, in this video with Triple Jump just reminded me how much I loved it. And it led me to doing streams where I played some of the older Sonic games that I fell in love with. And it allowed me chance to try some of the other Sonic games that may have slipped my slipped my reach you know I, I played some of the uh, the mixed bag of other sonic games along the way as well and it led me to the, the project that i'm here to talk about today as well so yes. there's a there's a little <laughs> there's a little potted history of, of, of sonic from which started i think from the question which was you know you asking me about you know games growing up and i've just <laughs> just emptied my soul to you david Th that's amazing you have that, a way with you that's what that's what happens here you know it's because of the alcohol i think that's usually tends to happen yes, very much so yes yes can i have and... another golden axe meat please barman <laughs> thank you come right up mate uh anyway. cheers he sounds like he david he sounds like you yes <laughs> that was a terrible british accent there <laughs> from a portuguese person mate you speak you speak <laughs> mate you speak better british than than some people who i know it's their first language so hats off to you i've got friends who speak only speak english and you speak it better than them i promise you <laughs> Okay, so no we've with uh, Rero, you you've detailed your experiences with Sonic. Um, quick question before we get on with the Sonic thing: 
Uh, you're, as you said, you work for Cultaholic, so it's a, a you know a wrestling-centered website, YouTube channel. Um, how did you get involved with the wrestling world? Was it because you were a big fan? Did you pursue something uh, related to that because of your fandom, or did it just happen on its own? Well, what happened? Well, it was I was a fan. I've been a fan of wrestling and like wrestling radio and Sonic the Hedgehog have like been my three things. But I I primarily worked in radio for majority of my adult life. I've been lucky enough to work for a fair few radio stations around the UK. And it was uh, last year that I was told that after five years working for a radio station in Newcastle upon Tyne here in the UK, that my I, my services were no longer required. They were making some changes, and it just meant that at the end of my my contract, I'd be moving on. And no, no, no regrets, no bad vibes about that. It's sometimes like the radio industry has been through like a ridiculous amount of change. And I was just unfortunately caught in the riptide of that. Yeah. And it's fine. But on the on the on the side of that, as I was sort of doing radio stuff, I was getting to know the guys at Cultaholic. I was working as a a wrestling ring announcer for a few companies in the north of England. And one of them called North Wrestling, which is based in Newcastle. They they frequently attended uh, the Cultaholic Lads. Um, those would be the other. Um, it was uh, the sort of the, the the head of the company, the 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 manager of the company, the the, the top brass in the company is a guy by the name of Adam Pacitti. and and he would you know quite often come to. Uh, North Wrestling, where I'd be ring announcing, and we'd had a few conversations, and he was always really complimentary of what I did, and um, and he was aware that I had like a broadcast background, and and he got me in to do like a weekly podcast with their writer in America. So I was, so I kind of about about six months before the end of my time in radio, I was doing this podcast from my spare room, basically where I sit and talk to you right now, and uh, and and that was just kind of a little project that I was doing with them. Like, uh, just because I like wrestling and it was doing something cool with them. And it just transpired that in my last week of working full time on radio, uh, they said, we've got we've got a few staff. We've got a few people who work here who are being given the chance to fly to Las Vegas to cover a wrestling show out there, which they're doing. And it's it leaves us a bit short in the office. How would you feel? about coming on and doing a few of the YouTube videos with us uh, to sort of fill some, to fill the gap. Yeah, would love to. So I went down and did uh, a week of, they do like daily news videos in the morning where it'd be two of them sort of like pieces to camera talking about the wrestling news, chatting back and forth, a bit of banter with the lads. And, um, <laughs> and, and I went and did it for, uh, for a couple of days with them just, and I was just there covering, like I was, like half my mind was on my, my job's coming to an end. And then the other half was like, I'll, I'll do this in the morning. So it was actually uh, in my mind, I was thinking this is nice. Cause it's taking my mind off something pretty sad that's happening this week. I'm very grateful for that. But by the end of the week, um, Adam offered me a job full time to come and do what I've been doing. And so that's kind of where that happened. And I started with them. I took a month off because I've never had time off uh, in my adult life. So I went, you know what? I'm going to actually take a month off and I'm just not going to, I'm not going to do any, I'm, what I'm going to do for a month is I'm going to go away for a, a couple of weeks. And I'm going to go and see some friends who I've not caught up with in a while. And then when I've had that month off, I'm going to start work again. So that's where we're at. And that was back in July of last year. And that's kind of how I sort of stumbled into 
the the wrestling world it's and it's a it's been a weird old uh, it's been a weird old time but it's been a beautiful time i was so anxious about joining up with cultaholic because they're such an established group of of people that run that and it's like with any youtube channel that you watch it's like any show. it's like if it's like if the lineup uh, on 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 planet sega changed it's like if the lineup on the station changed and there's certain people that you grow accustomed to and if you change the voices then there will always be a little bit of concern about it and i kind of felt like going into this new job i was excited but at the same time very aware that i was a bit like the fifth beetle that's how i felt <laughs> to the wrestling world like the fit like like oh god i'm not one of the, the originals i'm just being put this and the majority of the feedback has just been beautiful and it's been mm. so polite and so lovely and so friendly and and i'm blessed that uh, my my boss adam and I, and I sing his praises every time i every chance i get because he very much allowed me to keep uh, my lifestyle here in newcastle which is a city that i've fallen in love with and I didn't want to leave, but it was looking like at the end of this radio job, I might have to. I now never have to leave for as long as I'm employed uh, by Cultaholic and Adam. I'll never have to go. And I'm and I'm ever so grateful. And and I, hopefully I tell him enough. And and that that's that's how it all came about. I just it was I'm so blessed that the the, the universe looked after me. I'm a mm. firm believer that you put out into you get back what you put out in the universe and the universe has a way of of distributing karma i feel like if you have like i feel like i i you it's my weird theory is is i always see and you probably and this is probably inherently incorrect because you should never do good things for any personal gain but i always see like karma like like a bottle and when you do good things and you and you support people and you you know and this is everything from sending nice and like sending a, an encouraging message to a content creator you like or like to to buying coffee for a stranger in starbucks like it fills up your good karma and then when something happens that that falls in your favor that helps you out of a situation then obviously the karma bottle goes down you need to refill it and it's and it's and it might seem like a strange premise because again it's that i and some people have argued that well no because then you're doing stuff for gain and that's not why you should do it but i argue <laughs> that it creates this steady stream yeah. of putting good out into the universe mm -hmm. so i'm i'm blessed that my karma bottle was full enough to be able to move from one job I love into another job that I love, carry over the same skills because I'm doing YouTube videos for them, but I'm also doing daily podcasts for them. So getting to like getting to work in audio, audio has always been my thing. I've always been passionate for creating audio and, and, and radio production. It's always been the thing I dreamed of. And I remember in the meeting with Adam, he said, what do you need from me before you start? Uh, if, I, if you're doing podcasts and stuff, I said, well, if you give me a copy of Adobe Audition, I will give you the world. <laughs> and the next day there was an email saying, um, congratulations. Uh, thank you for your purchase for Adobe Audition. Please I, like, please download here. I was like, whoa, I've got it. That's it. And that was like Christmas. But it's, <laughs> but I've always loved the audio medium. I've always been mm -hmm. passionate about it, which is why I wanted to talk to you guys because it's radio and, and the project that we're working on is, is audio based and, and, yes. and I just love that whole world and the magic of it. Excellent. And that's that brings us, this is the perfect segue to talk about your upcoming documentary. So you, we've talked about, the, and before I, I get into that, uh, the reason why I asked you about 
um, your other project, uh, your your main project, your work, is because I know many of our listeners are not just big Sonic fans and Sega fans, but also big wrestling fans. So they will be thrilled oh, that wow. you're here. Yes, they're, they're thrilled that you're here, I'm sure. So I wanted to address that a little bit before we get into the, the Sonic documentary as well. But, but it's time. Well, so, thank you. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Ah, my pleasure. So tell us uh, about, uh, tell us everything, everything about this upcoming Sonic documentary. So uh, a history of Sonic the Hedgehog, right? It is indeed. It's a history of Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm -hmm. I was reluctant to say it's the history of Sonic the Hedgehog mm -hmm. because it's it's not the history because I can't write that story. But what I can do is spend a little bit of time talking about Sonic the Hedgehog and, and introducing him to new people, but also doing a bit of navel gazing and talking about my, my life growing up uh, as a fan of Sonic the Hedgehog. It's kind of part documentary, part love letter. Uh, which sounds like a weird... That's the best way I could describe it. It, it came about one night, and I remember it because it was only about a month ago where I was we, was... we were sat in the spare room. Not in the spare room. We were sat in the living room. I'm sat in the spare room now. We were sat in the living room, uh, me and the good lady, and um, was on my phone, and something popped up about Sonic the Comic, which was something that I used to read growing up. So mm -hmm. it was a, a British Sonic the Hedgehog comic book that came out every fortnight. But, and, uh, and something popped up about it. And it made me wonder. There was a, there's a guy who's a, a, one of the writers for it. It's a guy called Nigel Kitching. And he was just a really amazing writer of Sonic the Hedgehog stories. And it got me wondering, like, what he's doing now. And, and I thought about it for ages. And I thought it'd be great to find an excuse to talk to him. And then I thought, oh, it'd be quite good to maybe, maybe there's an, maybe there's a podcast here. And I, and I thought, and, and all of a sudden my, my brain does this when I have time. Cause I, I'm, I'm a bit of a workaholic and I'm a, I'm a bit, um, it, it kind of consume, I mean, it's a bit all consuming. I struggle to switch off. And when I have those times where I switch off, suddenly something will come in my head and it'll go ding, 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 ding. My head will start bouncing around things. And I thought, we, we could do, I thought, maybe a, a history on Sonic the Comic, but I thought, well, no, that's already being done. There's a, there's a, there's a great podcast which covers the every episode, episode by episode of Sonic yeah. the Comic, and I'm mm -hmm. not going to step on their toes because that's what they do. Um, but maybe there's something in talking about my my personal history of Sonic. And then I thought, well, that that's just, a, it's a bit too navel-gazy. But then I thought, well, what if I was just to, reach out to people like nigel and, and talk about and all and before i know what's happened i've got a notes i've got the notes app open on my phone and i've just got a list of sonic creators who who spring to mind when i think of sonic the hedgehog and i'm talking writers from sonic the comic i'm talking writers from the archie sonic comic in america i'm talking like the people who make the cartoon sonic the sat am cartoon the edgier sonic cartoon from the 90s and I just thought, well, you know what? There's no harm in just asking a couple of these people if they'd be up for a chat. So I made this list of names. And then when I finished work the following day, I just sat in the room for an I sat in I sat at the same desk for an hour, clocked off, and then stayed still. And loaded up my laptop and punched in like all these names I'd written down into there. And then I just started looking them up online. And I just 
before I knew it, I'd spent three hours firing off emails and <laughs> just their emails on spec. And I thought, do you know what? If no one gets back to me, then this obviously isn't meant to be. I think the first the first person I reached out to got back to me within within an hour. And that was Nigel Kitching, mm-hmm. who was the guy who kind of the who, who inspired me to start this whole thing in the first place. And before I knew it, we had a Zoom call arranged and scheduled for the following week. And then other people got back to me then. And and the and before I knew it, there was five and then there was six and there was seven. And then I thought, this is great. But then I need I want to think a little bit more about this. And then I realized that I've got so many friends who are Sonic fans who I bet would love an excuse to talk about it. So I kind of put together I've put together for. I put together some friends as well. So they're talking about it too. And so how all this is, what all this is turning into is, is, as you said, David, the podcast is simply called A History of Sonic the Hedgehog. I went back and forth on names, but they all sounded a bit naff in my head. So I thought I'm just going to keep it dead simple. It's A History of Sonic the Hedgehog. And what it is, it's a four-part audio documentary delivered in podcast form and it's four episodes that focus they're going to be hour-long episodes that focus on the first episode is going to focus on the games you have to start with the games the second episode is going to focus on the cartoons Mm -hmm. the third episode is going to focus on the comic books and the fourth episode is going to focus on the fans because I believe that there is no fan base quite like the Sonic the Hedgehog fan base, but for all sorts of reasons. That is and true. I believe they deserve true. an episode unto them. I believe they deserve an episode unto themselves. And so what these are, they're four one-hour audio documentaries. They are packed with personal experiences of myself. So it's like I say, a bit navel gazy. But if you don't like the navel gaziness, I've got <laughs> friends who are joining me. We've got a UK and a US roundtable where we talk about uh, like the, the the cartoons and the comics and the games and stuff like that. And you'll hear different voices chatting Sonic. And as well as that, we have got interviews with some of the, the finest Sonic creators majorly mostly so so far in 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 the western hemisphere um and we are looking to get even more names on so i'm not going to say that it's a complete list it is certainly not um uh, but i can but I'll, I'll give you a couple of names and then this is this is an exclusive for yourselves because uh, i haven't put this out anywhere yet in terms of um who is going to be a part of it so far. So I can confirm that over these four audio documentaries based on Sonic the Hedgehog, you will hear brand new exclusive interviews with Nigel Kitching. He's the writer of Sonic the Comic in the UK. Staying with the comics, you will hear from Ken Penders. Ken Penders is the guy who was writing the Archie comics. And Ken Penders is the guy that sued Archie and sued controversial figure. (laughs) Absolutely. And I was, and, and there's been so much said about him. And I know even saying the name in the Sonic community causes bristles up the back, but (laughs) I was desperate to hear the story from the guy himself and gosh, bless him. He has given me an hour and two hours of his time. And we spoke at length about all sorts. And 
I'm not going to say any more about it because I'd like you to hear it and mm-hmm. hear for yourself uh, what Ken has to say about it. You will hear from Ken Penders. Uh, you will hear as well uh, from, as well as Ken Penders, Ian Flynn, who is the current writer, post-Archie, yeah. the head writer of Sonic the Comic in the States. You'll also hear uh, from uh, Bill Freiberger. He's the director of Sonic Boom. He's the exec producer of Sonic Boom uh, for, for the last two seasons as well. So he's going to be part of this project as well. Uh other names as well that are still to be confirmed. I don't want to say them because we're still going back and forth and deciding on a, on a, on a time scale for them. Uh, but then we're talking to, to famous fans of Sonic the Hedgehog as well. Uh, and there's an, there's an ever-growing list of people there. Uh, and also fans who are creating amazing things. I'm talking people from the fan game Sonic community will be represented in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be t- speaking to people about uh, fan comics as well. I'm very lucky to have uh, uh, the editors of the Sonic the Comic fan made online sonic the comic online which has continued on from what fleetway were doing uh but the fans are involved in that one i'm going to be speaking to them as well um other interviews as well to be revealed as we go along excellent um, there is uh, there is so much that i wanted so much more i want to tell you about and i'm looking at a list right now of names that are in green and names that are in red and names that are in orange <laughs> and the orange names i promise you are genuinely exciting and I don't want to say anything because I don't want to jinx it because we're still sorting those out. But I promise you, when these four come out, you will have uh, some really exciting new chats from some amazing Sonic creators who have really interesting stories to tell. And we'll be hearing from fans of Sonic the Hedgehog as well. Um, I, I I can't tell you it will be like, I'm not going to big it up and say it'd be the most comprehensive Sonic fan project ever because there's not. There are so many other amazing people who have devoted decades to building uh, amazing websites, people like yourselves uh, and people like the Tales channel who do amazing things. And I know to them, I'm a, an unknown entity who's just turned up and started talking about Sonic. And I get there would be some some alarm about that. But I promise you that everything that I'm building here comes from love and comes from somebody who genuinely wanted to put something out into the universe to celebrate Sonic the Hedgehog's 30th anniversary next year. Excellent. And um, and I'm really excited to share it with you. Uh, I'm 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 getting goosebumpy talking about it because <laughs> this is a personal project of mine that that I'm. I just really want to get my teeth into a little bit more. The, the trouble now is I'm so I'm so up 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 a height about it that I'd want to come away and carry on working on it. But I'm very aware that my work my my work life balance is very crooked, and I need to leave the room when we finish chatting. So I won't. Um, but I, I'm really excited about it, and and I hope that that you that the the Sega community, the Sonic the Hedgehog community, will at the very least. Give it a half-hearted listen, mm-hmm. and and <laughs> at the very least, at the very a least, yes, listen. it will mean the world. Yeah, it will mean I, the I'm world. Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure people will be thrilled to to give this a, a proper listen when it's out, and uh, it, it, especially if it comes from from you know uh, the heart, comes from a, a place of love and passion for the series. It's it's always nice to hear a fresh take on on what, something we you know have known for so long. There's always a fresh perspective. There's always a fresh take on it. So I'm very, generally very excited to to listen to the final project when it's out. So, Bless you. Yeah. Thank you. And and I'm and I'm really excited to share it with, uh, with with you guys as well. Like I know that we've been chatting uh, back and forth about doing something um, with you uh, on Radio Sega. Like uh, that's something I'm really hoping that 
we yeah. I, I, yeah. I just I I know that what you guys do is is really exciting so I'm really glad that I get to share and and gush about this with yourself. <laughs> okay, thank you. So we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the the project when we come back. Let's take a quick break and Tom there's something there's a surprise for you when we come back. What? Do you oh, like surprises? No. Is it another ham from the Golden Axe bar? Cuz I'm <laughs> full at the moment, David. Now that, now that you're full. Now we we've we've you know, we fed you and now it's time for the real challenge when we come back. Oh. <laughs> this this episode nice. is sponsored by Eggman's Evil Ham. <laughs> This episode of the Sega Lounge is sponsored by PodPage. Let me be frank, I have no web dev skills whatsoever. When I thought of bringing back the Sega Lounge as a podcast earlier this year, I started looking for a way to create a good-looking and functional website for it. I was able to find different options and even some for free, but they either were lacking in features that I wanted to have or were not directly aimed at podcast creators. That's when I heard of PodPage, which was still in its beta stages at that time. Not only was it at its inception already a great way to create and customize a podcast-centric website, but as the weeks went by, new features were added that improved upon the original concept. And the awesome part is it continues to get new features every month. Not only that, but you get top-tier customer service from the creator of PodPage himself. I highly recommend PodPage, and if you're looking for a way to create a professional podcast website, you can check it out by going to thesegalounge.com forward slash podpage. Try it for free with your own podcast by going to thesegalounge.com forward slash podpage. Welcome back, Tom. It is time... Hi, we're here, we're sitting here on the lounge, drinking and eating ham, golden axe ham. Can you, before we go into it, can you tell that the, there's, a, there's a couple at the other end of the bar? Um, one of them keeps shouting, rise from your grave. <laughs> and quite frankly, it's distracting. Yes, yes. Or let's keep flying around them and they keep punching tombstones. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try to get that sorted out for you. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> Thanks, we Thanks, we have we have you know a, a diverse crowd here sometimes so yeah we're we're really do. just turned into a in werewolf oh no <laughs> <laughs> and a bear now <laughs> we're a very inclusive <laughs> lounge here <laughs> Tom I just want to say how excited yeah. I am to be able to be on a radio show where I'm making gorgeous in jokes with yourself about altered beast. Like, I feel like this is a highlight of 2020 for me. This has never happened on the radio before. This is by far one of the best episodes of not just the current season, but all seasons of the Sega Lounge, I have to say. This is this has been a very fun time so far, and it's going to get even more fun now because it's time, Tom. For something we like to do here every week called the Sega Lounge Challenge. Now that you know our guests, it's time to put them to the test. It's the moment we've waited for and the moment they dread. Welcome to your doom. 
I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. <laughs> What is the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be anything I want. Is it getting peanuts from the bar near that guy from Altered Beast? Because that in itself is going to be a challenge. You, you, you can... No, no need to, to rise from your grave or rise from your sofa. You can just stay <laughs> seated. And what I have here is the ultimate, maybe. Uh, I'll, I'll, use, I'll use your wording and say, an ultimate Sonic fan challenge. Not nice. the... An Ultimate Sonic Fan Challenge. Um, so what I have here in front of me, 10 questions. Not just trivia questions, but also musical questions. Not, not exactly questions, but you'll see. You'll see when, when we get there. The thing is, uh, you can get up to 20 points here in this challenge. Okay. My, I think your a goal, a, a, a realistic goal is getting 10 points. If you get 10 points... My realistic well, goal is 20. I'm about to release a podcast called A History of Sonic the Hedgehog. If I can't get 20 questions right on Sonic, <laughs> then I'm done. Let me remind get, you... I'm going to get a full house, ain't I? Let me remind you, <laughs> a history... Not the history, so you you get you get a Thank pass. You. you get a pass. <laughs> Ten points, I think it's enough for now. <laughs> but but if you Thank get twenty if you get twenty points, that will be amazing. We'll have to think about maybe right. bringing like the the special golden ham we have stored in the back for the you know the perfect score. <laughs> Love me a golden ham, <laughs> complete with all those blue bottle potions from Golden X. <laughs> oh, they go, oh, they wash they wash down a ham beautifully, those yes, little bottles of potion. Yes. We also have some phone booth fried chicken from Streets of Rage there as well. So uh, <laughs> you get that as a prize if you are able to I got to so score excited at points. that joke, I pressed A and I accidentally <laughs> called the police who've just shot a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tom, are you ready for an ultimate Sonic Fed challenge? I, I am I am as ready as I as I possibly can be. <laughs> okay. So first up we have number one, a sonic question. Uh this is the thing is you can get an easy or an, a hard question. If you get an easy question, a correct answer will give you one point, but you'll get two points for a correct answer on a hard question. So which one will it be? Easy or hard? One or two points? Oh, let's do a let's do a hard question. Let's go straight. Actually, no, okay. no, 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 whoa, 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 Tom, slow your brain down. We'll start mm. with an easy one. I think that's that's wise. I think that's wise. That's usually people go for the hard, and no, that's not a good idea. No, I okay. want to get a gauge. I want to get a gauge on like the easy and the hard. So I'll go with the easy one. Okay, so this is pretty easy. Are you familiar with Sonic CD? I am indeed. Question is. Where does the story of Sonic CD take place? Uh, either Miracle Island or Little Island, depending on which version you're playing. Mm. Are you are you you know imagining you know seeing Sonic CD like? Sorry, Miracle Miracle Planet. My apologies, Miracle Planet or Little Planet, not Island. Miracle Planet, not Little Planet. I see the planet. It is chained to Mobius. And Sonic is bombing up the chain to the tune of You Can Do Anything from Cosmic Eternity. It's a good time had by all. Uh, so it has to be 
either Miracle Planet or Little Planet. Are you sure? Yes. Final answer. Final answer. Tom, your your answer is correct, of course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I I actually I was asking if you were, you know, imagining the the cutscene in your head because of the planet. Yes, not island. Little planet or miracle planet. Good job. Good job. One point. One point so far. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Okay. Things are about to get more interesting now. Because number two is what I like to call Guess a Game from a Song, which is actually an incorrect title because you can guess both the game and the song. Okay? So if you guess the game where this is from, you get one point. If you guess the song title or where it plays in the game, uh, you get another point. Thing is, these are all Sonic um, songs, so that maybe narrows it down a little bit to like 50 games, so <laughs> it narrows it down, I think. Pretty easy. So what I have here is a 10 second long clip. Would you like to take a listen to the first one? Yes, please, sir. Even if you said no, I would have played it. Anyway, let's take a listen. Any idea? Any clue? I think that's Sonic CD. I think that's the US version of Sonic CD. And I think, I think it's the invincibility music. Shall I play it again for you? Give, me one, give me one more run through. Okay, let's take a listen. Um. Dun, dun, or is it? Um. No, I don't think it is Sonic CD. Talk to me. Talk to me. W what are you thinking? Walk me through your thought process. I think it's Sonic CD. I I thought it was Invincibility music, but I'm not convinced now. Um. I think it might be the fast shoes. I think it's Sonic CD. I think it's the fast shoes. I think when you get the when you get the speed shoes. I don't think it's invincibility anymore. I think it's the speed shoes. Mm -hmm. Um, are you are you sure? I'm I am not sure. <laughs> we'll do it anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, final answer. So you're saying for game Sonic CD. And for track... Uh, the US version. US version. And for track, you're saying the speed shoes? I, I think it's... Lock it in, David. I think it's the speed shoes, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, let, let me do a little something here. Okay, it's, it's locked in. 
Um, let's see if I can do something here just for your amusement. More for my amusement than yours, but okay. Anyway, let's see. Do I have it? I do have it, I think, yes. So, um, this is a thing. That's the invincibility music. All right, all right. This is actually the power okay. sneakers, so speed up from the US version. Uh, invincibility oh. is invincibility is this. Oh, so I'm wrong. Gary Wrong of Wrong Castle. So, oh. so the 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 track we played was this. And and this is not Sonic uh, CD. This is Sonic Unleashed. This is Cool Edge oh. Day. Unfortunately, so no points for you there. Ah, oh, no. This was a bit, a little bit more modern than Sonic CD. A little bit. I played Unleashed recently as well. It was dreadful, <laughs> and, and it and it comes back to haunt me. <laughs> this is one of the better stages, perhaps. Of unleashed. This is day. It's a day oh, stage. Oh wow, that's that's saying something. Yeah. That's saying something. Maybe. That's like I saying, oh, know. this bit of horse manure doesn't smell that bad. <laughs> I'm being overly cruel. I'm being overly cruel. I know. I know. Some people have said to me, "This was the Sonic game I grew up with." To them, I oh, say, yeah, "That is yeah. a tortured child." Yes. And you should probably seek psychiatric help. Exactly. Exactly. I. I actually. I was very, very upset with Sega when Sonic Unleashed came out. Uh, I've grown to appreciate it a little bit more with time, but still, I, I understand. I understand. <sighs> okay, let's go on. Let's, let's keep going. One point so far, so we need nine more points. Okay. okay. So, question number three is indeed a, a question, a sonic question. So again, Tom, it's up to you. Easy for one point or hard for two? We've got to go hard. Gotta go hard because we we but we buggered up question two, so we've got to go hard in question three. We've got to get some money back. Okay, are you sure? Yes. <laughs> okay, so this is a hard question. It's um, are you familiar with Yuji Naka? I am. Yes. Okay, so this is related to Sonic the Hedgehog, by way of Yuji Naka. Okay. So, in 2008 in Japan and 2009 in the West, Yuji Naka's studio Probe released a game that required the player to tap a flat surface with their hands to play. <laughs> <laughs> a Wii game, it ut utilized the Wiimote's accelerometer to pick up the vibrations of the player's taps. What is the title of the game? It is literally called Let's Tap. So, a game about tapping a flat surface in which the remote would pick up the vibrations of your taps. You think it's called Let's Tap? You think it's that obvious? It is. Yes, I am. It's, it is stupidly obvious. I've never played it. I read about it. It is literally called Let's Tap. Are you sure? I was as sure as, as I possibly can be. <laughs> hmm. Tom. Mm -hmm. Your answer is... 
Correct. Let's tap. Yes. yes. Well Come done. Come Good on. job. Good job. Brilliant. Back in the game. Back in the game. Back in the <laughs> yes. game. Yes. Three points. Three points. Okay. Doing great. Doing great so far. So that leads us to question four, which is another song. Okay. So let's okay. take a listen to the second one. Okay. And remember, one point for the game, one point for the track or where it plays in the game. Let's take a listen. Ah. Uh, okay. Game and song or level. Can I hear it one more time, please? Yep. Let's take a listen. It is right. <clears throat> Got it right. Oh, have I? <laughs> I've got it right. It's it's Sonic Three. It's Marble Garden Zone. Are you sure? <laughs> I I think so. I've sang the whole thing in my head, and I think because I don't know whether your brain ever did that. I'll, I'll tell you afterwards because there's a lot like a joke if I say it. But I'm going to say Marble Garden Zone. By the way, Act One or Two? Because in Sonic Three there are different. It doesn't matter if it's oh, okay, it's Act if One. It... Act One. It... Okay. It's Act One. Okay. Shall I put you out of your misery? Please do, please do. I think I've got it, but uh, there's a tiny shred of doubt. There's creep. A tiny, in. tiny little shred of doubt, and that's what gets you sometimes, right? That little, you know, that that slim chance that yeah. you're wrong, but you're not. You're correct. Two points. Oh, well on. done. <laughs> I remember it was as I was singing it to myself. I remember because the kid I used to go da da marble garden zone. Did anybody else used to put the name of the level into the theme songs of Sonic? Because I did that for a few, <laughs> and that has that has helped me today. <laughs> good job. I I I I, okay. I don't think I did that, Thank but you. but good job. Well done. Brilliant. Five Thank points. You. Five. Oh. You're halfway Come there. On. We're halfway there. Living on a prayer. Six questions left. So that's great. Great. Great job. Uh, let's go with question number five. Sonic question. So again, Tom, up to you. Easy or hard? Right. I'm gonna I'm feeling the confidence. I'm gonna go for a hard question again. Okay. <laughs> My undoing right now. Let's see. So what is the name of the mysterious and powerful gemstone that appears in both Sonic Mania and Sonic Forces and can be used to distort time and space? Have you played either Mania or Forces? 
Oh, I've I've played it. Hopefully, I've played mania. it. Um, there's like a. I played uh, it. It's it's a it's a. a it's I, a ruby. I, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Like I, it's it's a it's it's ruby something. It's some. I think it's ruby something or something ruby. Um, purple ru purple ruby seems purple ruby seems obvious. Ah. Oh. I know it's something Ruby. I know it's it's not Ruby Ruby Stone. Ruby no. It's something Ruby. Can I get a point for saying Ruby or do I have to give you the full name? <laughs> I'm afraid you have to give me the full name. And I'm not really saying Ruby uh... as in the name either, so you're just assuming that yourself. Uh... Could be something else. Uh, I'm going to have to, I can't, uh, I'm going to say Ruby in the hope that, that it's, that it's just called a, a Ruby. I doubt it is. It might be called the purple Ruby. So <sighs> it's not, it's more a like Ruby, not purple. the Ruby, a Ruby. I'm going to say, yeah, <laughs> nice. for, for I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's called the purple. I'm going to say it's called the purple Ruby. I'm going to say it's called the purple Ruby. Hmm. <sighs> the purple ruby because it's purple i think it's purple i'm colorblind so i mean i might be wrong <laughs> i seem to remember it being i th i could I can visualize some uh, i can visualize a wiki article where it said purple ruby i think i can mm -hmm. i think i can <laughs> i can look with that be cheating it's not fair um purple ruby i think it's purple ruby i'll just say purple ruby it's so final answer wrong. right i'm gonna lock ruby. it in purple ruby yeah, lock it in. Could be, could be uh, a purple ruby. It's more like a, a pinkish, like magenta, perhaps. You, I don't know. The name, the correct name would be Ruby, but <laughs> Phantom Ruby. Phantom Ruby was the correct Phantom. name. <laughs> oh, that's why I saw a P. That's why I saw purple. Oh, yes. my brain yes. spat that out wrong. Very close. Oh. Very close. But I'm no. devastated. Sonic, Sonic Mania is a phenomenal yeah. game. And I it feel is. like I've let Sonic Mania fans down by bungling that. <laughs> no, but you know, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I, I think this was indeed a hard question because, you know, it's not. Something that is on everyone's I mind. I asked for a hard question. I am hoistened by my own Phantom Ruby. Exactly. Can I use it to go back in time <laughs> and pick an easy question? Okay. Nothing's lost yet. We have five, five more questions to go. So number six is another song. Yay. Or maybe not. Oh, Let's good. take a listen to this one. Ten second long clip. Remember. That's it. <laughs> Things are getting a bit more, you know, trickier the, as as we go along. I haven't got a Scooby Doo. <laughs> what that? I'm gonna. All I'm gonna punt is I'm gonna make a punt, and this is an absolute punt, just based on on Al the Edge of that sound. <laughs> uh, is I'm gonna guess that it might be from Shadow the Hedgehog, but that's an absolute shot in the dark. 
So one point for the game, one point for the title or where it plays. So at least you you're Wouldn't going no with idea where it's Shadow. Come from. It, okay. Shadow having a whinge about Maria, maybe I don't know. <laughs> a clip where Shadow whinges about Maria, Maria. Um, and uh, Maria. Oh, shut up, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not you, David. Shadow, who's in the bar now, having a cry. About... Shut up, mate. I know your dad, um, Maria. Um, it's from. I'm gonna guess it's from Shadow, and I'm probably wrong, but that's just a shot in the dark. Okay. So what that means, uh, what, what? So if you if you you could get one point, that would bring you to six. And you would need four more for the remaining four questions, or you'll you'll okay. get stuck at five with four more questions. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay. That's your final answer, right? Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, I, I, it is an absolute shot in the dark. I'm okay. afraid. I see where you're going with this, and I, I applaud the reasoning here. Um, but it's incorrect. Unfortunately. Yes. Um, oh, the no. correct answer would be, you know, even edgier, perhaps, from Sonic Forces. This was Infinite, <gasps> the theme of Infinite. Yes. Um, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We didn't get to the lyrics part, but the vocals, but yeah, it was, it was. Okay, no worries. Four questions left. Now it's your time to shine. So four, uh, we need five points. Okay. This, one okay. tip in okay. advance. The final question, number 10, will be a hard question. That's always the case. You don't have a choice. So, uh... Think about that while you choose the next two questions, which can be hard or easy, okay? So just for, just okay, as a head is up. Okay. So number seven, Sonic question, easy or hard? Well, I've got to, I've got to get the points in, David. We're just, we're just going to stick with hard questions. And uh, okay. I'll either, I'll go down in a blaze of glory. <laughs> we'll see. Hmm. Okay. So a hard question. I sometimes I, I look at my questions and think, is this really hard? But okay. <laughs> what was the name given to several prototypes of Sonic the Hedgehog by his designer Naoto Oshima before it became Sonic the Hedgehog? The prototype. So, what was it no, called before it, it was, became? Sonic yes, Naoto Oshima in in some of his drawings, early drawings of of what it would become later, Sonic the Hedgehog, wrote down something that could be translated to this. <gasps> oh, oh, so what Sonic was called rather than what the game was called? Yes, the Sonic the character. Yes, right, Mister Needlemouse. We're back in the game, Mister Needlemouse. I, I haven't told you it's correct yet. Are you, are you celebrating maybe too a little uh, bit too early? Maybe I don't know. I am probably I am probably uh, showing far too much glory for that, but I'm gonna go with it, Mister Needlemouse, Mister Needlemouse. And it's correct. Yes, it is, Mister yes, Needlemouse. Back on the board. Back on the board. Back on the board. Seven points. Seven points with three questions to go. Okay, this is where things get tricky. Really, really tricky, as we have one final song. But, as okay. is tradition here, the final song is in reverse. 
Okay, so it's a right. 10 second long clip in reverse. Do you think you can do it? Let's take a, a listen, second okay? Long clip in re- 10 second I, long I will, clip I will in reverse. Absolutely do my best. Okay, one point for the song, one point for the game. Let's take a listen. Sounds nice. <laughs> it sounds very game geary. <laughs> sounds incredibly game geary, that <laughs> does. Shall I play it again? Yeah, give it give it me one more time. Give it okay. me one more time. Okay, right. Okay. Talk to me. You, and I think I've got it. 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 All right. It does sound game geary. And I think it is game geary. And I think it's also a bit master system y. I think. It's Sonic 1, and I think it's Bridge Zone. I think it's Bridge Zone. I'm sort of... Do you, do you think it's Bridge Zone, it, or are you hoping it's Bridge Zone? Am I allowed one more time, or have I run out, yes, have I yes. run out, have I run out of time? <laughs> no, it's okay. Let's take a listen. Can I hit one more time? Okay, I'm actually, ha, oh, that's that's nice to hear. Okay, I'm lock this in. Sonic One for the Master System slash Game Gear. It's Bridge Zone. Acts one, all the all the acts because it's the same. <laughs> um, bridge Zone. Bridge I'm gonna zone. lock this in because you said I should. Okay, so no c- going back now. But uh, why? Okay. It sounds really daft, right? But Bridge Zone sounds like Everywhere I Go. Oh, sorry. It's, yeah, Everywhere I Go by Janet Jackson. Is it called Everywhere I Go? Um, Everywhere I uh, Go. There's a Janet yeah. Jackson song. I can't remember the name of it off yes, the top of my head is, right now. Yes, it is that. It and is it's a Janet that Jackson one, yes. song that goes, Everywhere I go, every smile uh-huh. I see. And there is something about that. So wait, have you have you heard that Janet Jackson song in reverse? No, but (laughs) there is. But this the 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 it's so. Previously, doing radio stuff, we did competitions where like we would play songs backwards and stuff like that. So your brain kind of gets a bit wired to Mm -hmm. listening for bits as soon as it was game geary. Mm -hmm. Oh. I'm sick. I'm giving you all this lore and all this reason. I'm probably <laughs> wrong, but I just there's something in me waters. It's not Jungle Zone. There is a different element and effort to Jungle Zone. It's definitely one of the early Sonic ones because it's not that complicated a song. It's I, it's got to be Bridge Zone. It can't be Green. Can it be Green Hill Zone? It's not Green Hill Zone. It's definitely Bridge Zone. It's got to be. It's got to be. If it's not, then I'll 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 eat a hat. 
Tom, let's let's give it a listen to the proper thing, not in reverse. Yes! Come on! Come on! <laughs> well Come done! On everywhere I go, every smile I see, there it is! Nine <laughs> points! Oh. Well done! Only Come one on. point away from glory. One point away if from I'd glory. Said, if I'd had a child, if I'd had a child, that would be better than the child's birth. <laughs> Getting that right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Okay. But still one point left. So we have two Sonic questions left. The final one, number 10, will be a hard question. You know that for sure. Right. Okay. So shall we go for an easy question before that or a hard one again? What am I on now? You need one point, one more point. You have nine. So you have two questions left. One can be easy or hard. The next one will be definitely hard. So it's the final one. So it's always hard. Okay. So you only need one I, point. Okay. I think I've, I think I have run out of, of, um, of fluid in my karma bottle <laughs> after getting that right. I'm going to coast it and get an easy one and then hope to smash the hard one to get us over the, over the line. So I'm going to go okay. for an easy one here, David. Okay. So easy Sonic question. Tom, in the original Sonic the Hedgehog for the Mega Drive, what is the code you need to input in the title screen to unlock level select? It was up, down, left, right, A and start. Are you sure? Yes. Absolutely. I will bet my trousers on it. Up, down, left, right, A and start. So up, down, left, right, A and start for 10 points, Tom? Yeah, let's do it. Lock it in. Lock it in? It is locked in. Lock it in. So close, Tom, but... No buts. It is it was true. true, wasn't it? No, no, it's not. You're right. I'm just kidding. Well oh! done. <laughs> One point. You cheeky devil. You cheeky devil. Oh, uh, come on. Good job. Ten points. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, That's nice. You know, you're done. I wanted done. twenty. I wanted twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it would be hard. So, only thing left is the final question. So it's a hard one. It's strangely related to this one. Okay, but I think this is a, bit, a little bit harder. So, are you ready for the final Sonic question? For, for glory. For glory. For, for glory. bragging rights. For great justice. For great justice. And for the ability to, to ask us, ask our staff here to remove that sad black hedgehog who's drinking by the bar and talking about a girl called Maria. Yes. Um, Get him gone. Get him gone. He's annoying me. <laughs> In, in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Mega Drive, what tracks do you have to play in the sound test to unlock edit mode? <laughs> yes! 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 Right. To unlock okay. edit, mo edit mode. Tension. Edit mode. Oh, actually, I'm not as sure about... Oh, wait. I, hang on. So, okay. Do you want the full... The tracks. The tracks the that you thing. need to play. The full thing. Oh, hang on, is that the the what do you mean by the full thing? Oh. Explain, explain. No, um, 
because there's two. Mm. Tell tell me the the edit the, mode. Just just the edit mode. Right. Okay. I think what you mean. I because think I, know I know. Because you go into the sound test, mm -hmm. and you play. Um. No, because that gets you into. Oh, I was. Oh, I was too. There's one for level select. Level select, right? Yeah, nineteen sixty-five oh nine seventeen. Okay. Um, that's why I was very excited. Um, okay. But that's not the correct answer here. That's not what we're looking for. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun oh. You're right. That that is that is the level select cheat. Okay. Um. Okay. I'm just. <laughs> it, it goes one nine nine, and from there I'm a blank. Mm. One nine nine, then a blank. I'll give you a hint. Oh, You're right man. so far. That's the hint. Is it 199 so far? <laughs> no, not so far. Yes, it is so far that you, you're correct. Yes. Oh. <laughs> but you need more Can you give songs. me the point then? It's 199. <laughs> no. um, do you know what? I'm going to give you a hint, actually, because I love you and because you, you already got the 10 points. And Bless you've you. you've you you drank a lot today, so we're you know we're loaded with money I'm because so, of, I'm, you're, I'm you're so gonna, sad. I was so excited. I was you're so paying sad. the bill afterwards. So like, uh, oh, when the, you said when you when you said <laughs> what's the cheat code, and my brain went nineteen sixty five oh nine seventeen, and I was like I was on top of the world, and then it's like oh no, it's the edit mode, and it's one nine nine, and then it's others. Yes. Dun, so the, the the hint dun, for this is I can hear the noises, but I can't see the numbers. That's amazing. That's amazing. The hint is the 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 numbers, the the songs, all together make up the release date of Sonic the Hedgehog two. The worldwide release date of Sonic the Hedgehog two. Oh. Does that help? Do they? They do. Yeah, because I I never knew that. <laughs> now you do. So what are the numbers? Pretty, so would it not then be one nine nine two? And then oh Jesus. It's either it's either two one 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 or one one Oh my god! It's one nine nine two. Mm -hmm. I can't. I've got a little. I'm playing the noises in my head. Gling, gling. One nine nine two. Oh god, this is pickling my head. One nine nine two. One one two one. That. What's the date? Because it's backwards. Because it's American. It's the well, the date it came out is twenty first of November, but then 
I don't know whether it would I presume it'd be the Western one, so it'd be backwards. So it would be because in America they do it weird because they're weird. It'd be nineteen ninety two. Twenty Oh no, because it goes do 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 do. So I'm playing the sounds in my head. One nine nine two two one three ones? That doesn't sound right. One nine nine two <laughs> I'm a brain man. One nine nine two. One one two one two one one two one two one two one. Are the sounds the same? <laughs> I'm it... going no because one it... one two one. Yeah, it's because it'll go back to the previous sound. Okay, I'm gonna punt because I'm just guessing here, right? I reckon it go, and if I get this wrong, do you know what? It's fine. I've learned something new today. And I've had a lovely day. I'll take the I'll take the, the <laughs> runner up prize. One nine nine two. One. Hang on. One nine nine two. Okay, I'm gonna go one nine nine two two one one one. No, that doesn't sound right. I'll sod it. I'll lock it in. One nine nine two two one uh, one one. I'll lock okay. it in. Okay. It's as, it's it's, as good as punt as any. <laughs> it's locked in. It's locked in. It's locked in. But I only got that because you gave me the clue. I would never <laughs> have sussed that. Okay. The thing is, let's talk about it's locked in, so there's nothing else we can do or you can do about this. It's fine. Let's talk about uh, Sonic Tuesday. Sonic Tuesday, how it was called back in the day. Uh, and actually, yeah. this year, this year, we had a Sonic Tuesday again because the same date was a Tuesday uh, this year. And it was the 24th of November, 1992. Not the 21st. So the correct answer would be 1992 1-1-2-4. Well, I was buggered <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's okay, because you still got 10 points, which means... Oh, that's fine. You get you get the official Sega Lounge seal of approval, which you have now oh, on Twitter. I've just got it. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> Thank you very it's much. Our, our official seal of approval. And you've been... This has been one of my favorite... Uh, challenges ever because I I was literally rooting for you and oh, nervous you, at That's the so same kind. time. So and I'm 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 uh, uh, let's let's face it I'm a bastard. Uh, this this is really no, really no. hard. Yo, you're this not. is really really I'm, hard. I'm glad that I'm glad that I was tested because Jesus Christ, if, if some if some unknown dickhead is going to come <laughs> onto Sega Radio, sits in the lounge. And say, I'm doing a documentary on Sonic the Hedgehog. Of course you need to roast them for it. I'm upset that I got 10. I got 20. Livid. Uh, amazing. Don't trust amazing. me. <laughs> uh, but you did great, mate. But no, did, this has been great. You did amazing. You did amazing. You did amazing. Okay, so we're, we're going to go soon. But uh, a couple more questions before we go, Tom. It's been a blast uh, talking to you so far. Uh, so when can people expect to, uh, you know, listen to, be able to listen to um, your your podcast? 
the first part of your podcast. So, uh, it, the, the podcast officially launches on January the 10th, Sunday, January the 10th. Uh, I understand uh, that we've had conversations here at Radio Sega uh, say, at, um, regarding... Uh, I, well, when we talked about stuff, I said to you guys, uh, how would you like to play it the day before as a special thank you from me mm-hmm. for promoting what we're doing? So the podcast will be available on January the 10th. If you listen, if you are a loyal, a loyal supporter of this fine radio station, you will hear it the day before. Uh, as a you heard it here first to you. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so that'll be the first episode. It'll be weekly from there throughout the run of the, the four weeks interspersed with the episodes of the podcast. You will get more extended interviews. So you'll hear some bits of the interviews that we're doing. You may not hear the whole conversation. So you will hear more of that. The full length chats with some of the people that we speak to in between sort of like mini episodes between the actual episodes but that all but it all begins here here on saturday the 9th and then in podcast form on saturday the 10th of january everything that you need to know about the sonic podcast you can about the about history of sonic the hedgehog you can find by literally going to sonicpodcast.com it is as simple as that if you have questions concerns thoughts about the podcast you can find me on twitter i'm at tom campbell it's the one with the blue tick god knows how that happened Uh, (laughs) and uh, you can find me there love to chat sonic with you about everything but the the important one uh, to remember is sonicpodcast.com Excellent, excellent. All links will be in the show notes for podcast listeners, by the way. So definitely check that out. And uh, we here at Radio Sega are very happy to also be a part of this and airing this one day before it is available for everyone. So it's going to be a blast. Hopefully everyone will enjoy it very much. I know they will. I know they will. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. Okay, Tom. One last question. I ask this question to all of my guests. Are you familiar with blast processing? Of course. I'm loaded with blast processing. Okay. So the question is, if you could add blast processing to anything in the world, what would it be and why? (laughs) Can we add blast processing to the COVID-19 vaccine? Because I feel like... We we get back to normal at least fifty times quicker if we had blast processing as part of the COVID vaccine. I think it make everybody much cooler as well and a bit more three D, but pretend three D. You know, I'm up for twenty twenty one becoming far more polygonal, and we can do that with the power of blast processing inside the COVID nineteen vaccine. Wear a mask until then. Let's not be idiots. Thank you. <laughs> Please, please wear a mask and wash your hands and stuff. Yes. <laughs> oh, very good. Tom, great answer. Uh, it's, it's been very, very fun. Thank you very much for your time, for coming on the show. Uh, all the best. I cannot for the... thank you enough. I cannot no, no, thank no. you enough. Thank you. And also remember your... Uh... Whoops, my pen just flew off my hand for some reason. Uh, you're you're paying you're paying for all those drinks now. Okay, so you're a guest here, but what? you have no, to, sh- you have Shadow to pay. Said he paid for it. Shadow said he paid for it. Uh, I I'm I haven't heard anything about that, so uh, it's it's the rules. It's all right, I tell you what, I'll go and take this phone call. 
And when I come back, I'll pay for the drinks. I promise, David. You you, you get back here. You, you, stay on no, your seat. I've got, no, I've got to take this call. Get back here. No. no. A big thank you to Tom is in order for coming on the show and being such a legendary guest. As he mentioned, his podcast, A History of Sonic the Hedgehog, will be available from Sunday, January 10th, 2021. But each episode will debut exclusively on Radio Sega a day before it becomes available everywhere else, starting on Saturday, January 9th, 2021. Whichever way you choose to do it, please do give it a listen. And that's it for the Sega Lounge in 2020. It's been one hell of a year in so many bad ways, but knowing you guys were there every week listening to the show made it extremely rewarding to do this. And by this, I mean sharing our passion and love for Sega. A huge thank you goes out to all of you for listening. But I would be remiss if I didn't mention our amazing guests. I can't really mention them all by name, but whether they were musicians, game devs, or just fellow Sega fans, they were all legends. The Yakuza Like a Dragon review is still dropping in the next couple of days, by the way. It's just, it's a really long game, and I wanted to do a little bit of extra work on it before I put out my final thoughts. Remember to follow our socials, especially Twitter, for up-to-date news on what's happening with the show, including future episodes, and feel free to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast service of choice, as that does help us immensely and is very much appreciated. Any comments that you have or suggestions for the next season, including people you would like me to interview on future episodes of the show, are more than welcome. So please do send me those by going to thesegalounge.com and clicking the send a voicemail tab on the right side of the page or by email to podcast at thesegalounge.com. Keep yourself and your loved ones safe. If you have some sort of time off during the holidays, enjoy yourself. If not, have fun either way. I'll see you all next time and there will be a next time. So thanks for listening. Bye-bye. The Sega Lounge, hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opusciencecollective.bandcamp.com. Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to podcast at thesegalounge.com. Follow us on Twitter at thesegalounge and like us at facebook.com slash thesegalounge. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded.